As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Very spooky. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. And you can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire.
So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello. Happy Tuesday, ghouls, goblins, all of the above. We're bringing Corinne up here. Hello. Oh, my gosh. It's truly the best feeling when you finally get up here. Sorry, I was a little slow today. (laughs) My brain wasn't working well. um, It's Tuesday, which means it's Campfire Stories, which is the best night of the week. Uh, We are Corinne and Sabrina of Two Girls, One Ghost, and we come here every Tuesday at, what time is it? It's 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, just before bed for Corinne. And we just like to share scary stories, hear your scary stories, and then have delightful dreams and nightmares. Actually, I posted on um, our Instagram story and I had people, ooh, I had, I like asked, I got too excited. (laughs) Um, I asked people to tease their nightmares and dreams for tonight. And someone, let me actually look. Someone said, Uh oh, hello, Vanessa said, I had a nightmare the night of last week's campfire stories and Sabrina's blue bee was in it. So basically these episodes (laughs) induce dreams and nightmares. And the podcast induces hauntings. So I feel like this all just That's connects true. together in a lovely little marriage. Hauntings yeah, and dreams. Perfect. So perfect. Almost as well. Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I want to hear you talk this time. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say almost as per- well, it's not really perfect. But I mean, I think one of the things that excited us about having this topic tonight, which people voted on last week is that you and I have both experienced the paranormal within dreams and we don't share a lot of the same, like you and I don't share a lot of the same paranormal encounters or experiences. And I think it's like the one thing that actually does connect us a little bit more. Yeah. Yes. Cause we have nothing else in common aside from that. No, nothing. literally nothing. We literally, this is the only time I talk to you ever is when I'm forced to be on this video <laughs> every single week. I dread it. Oh, it's yeah, Tuesday. And then, all the other recordings it's actually like you pre-record yours yeah we don't don't actually talk to each other just the other person has to just fill in it's all it's all uh improv could you imagine how much work that would be if you recorded your own story and then just emailed it to me and was like have fun oh my god and then i'd have to like listen and react by my lonesome we did do that one time it was okay. Well, that was ghost. Was two thousand eighteen, <laughs> and it was like one of the episodes where we had recorded it so many times over, and there was like a forty or thirty minute segment at the end where it just it was only my recording that was bad, and I didn't want to force you to record it again. So I used your <laughs> side, tried to remember what I said, jumped in at those points, and then like attempted oh my to. Gosh. Oh my god! I probably was editing it for like twenty hours just for. Yeah, that was brutal, but we don't have to do that. We have been through a lot with this podcast. So is everybody else. I mean, everybody else is freaking haunted. So yeah, ours is like mostly technical difficulties and then everyone else just gets ghosts, which I don't know what's worse. Maybe the ghosts. Probably the ghosts. Probably. I don't know though, because I mean, ghosts are, I feel like a little bit less inconsistent. And like, if you have technical glitches that just keep happening, it's just so infuriating. Although we have reason to believe that our technical difficulties are because of the ghosts so therefore we are having both we have both of the terrible things and honestly i mean the topic tonight is like nightmares and dreams and everything in between but 
I think the only dreams that I've had that are paranormal are kind of like depressing. It's all like, well, I guess it's not depressing. I mean, it's visits from people from the other side, people who've passed away. So it's not like I have any mm. cool knowledge or yeah. like know the meaning of life or what happens when you pass. I don't get any of that. It's more just a vessel to tell other people what's up. Yeah. Which is super cool. So don't, don't think anything else of that. I won't. I'm just curious what other people are experiencing. Um, well, let's find out. Bring him up, bring bring him up. Bring him up. Okay, I'm going to bring up Brandy and then Cassie. Brandy and Cassie. Okay, Brandy, you're coming on stage. Can you hear me? Woo! Yeah, you were quick to unmute. We can hear you. I'm like so ready for this. Kind of nervous. So uh, I guess I'll just start. So my my brother is specifically who has a a ton of problems with nightmares. but it's, it's kind of weird because when he, he wakes up, um, it's like he's still in his dream and he, like, sees the stuff around him still. Um, oh. Like, I guess one that really came to mind that I was really, like, I don't know, it, it came to my mind when I was, uh, when I saw the topic. Um, he had this dream. It was a reoccurring dream where this, this lady had her eyes and her mouth, like, sewn shut. Um yeah, and, and she carried this cat around that also had its eyes and mouth shown shut. And, like, she would um, try to get him, basically. And he would wake up, and we would, like, we thought that he was, like, sleepwalking. But he would be like, no, she's coming for me. Like, she's she's in the house. Like, she's going to get me. And it would take him, like, 20, 30 minutes to, like, wake up out of the, um, like, the trance. Oh, my know? gosh. Um, that reminds me of Coraline, almost. Oh, my gosh. I know. It really does. Um, and this was reoccurring? Yeah, it happened like uh, five or six times, but only in um, in one of our houses. We, we moved a- around uh, a lot. We had a single mom with three kids, so um, we like moved around a lot. And this one specific house, he had a ton of problems, um, like hearing people up in our room. Um, I guess it was kind of a weird house. So his his room had the stairs to me and my sister's room. It was kind of like a an attic, but it, it was like carpeted. It was like made to be a room. It was like an A-frame. Wait, um, Brandy, I'm going to have to interrupt you for a second. Is there... Oh, it just stopped. There was like a loud whooshing behind you. A loud whooshing? Um, are you, are you, are you driving? Not, wait, are you not doing anything? To no, I'm that? not. <laughs> what no. the hell? What? It sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. It's happening again. A wind tunnel? Uh, I I don't know what it could be. <laughs> okay, well, we don't mean to spook you. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Keep going. Um, no. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So uh, I think so our A-frame bedroom. So our stairs, it was kind of like an attic-y type stairs or whatever. And he woke up one night and he he thought I was sitting at the top of the stairs and he tried talking to me and it, it, I wasn't even home that night. So he like saw this girl sitting at the top of the stairs watching him. Oh, my gosh. Um, Your a lot of brother. This, I know a lot of it has to do with him and like my sister and my mom never, never dealt with anything. Um, but I mean, that's all for like the dreams and stuff. But also in that house, I think... Um, most of our problems came from that house. Like one time, I think I was like 11, 12, um, and we were playing hide and seek. I, I hid in my mom's closet 
and I felt somebody grab my shoulders. Um, this is like uh, the conjuring. Oh my gosh. You're just like living in a horror movie, I think. Yeah, it was, it was terrifying. And we would hear people walking up in our room all the time when it was just me and my brother home. It was, um, quite terrifying, honestly. Like I was glad to get out of that house. Yeah. I don't blame you. (laughs) That's so scary. And it sounds like there's something, I mean, there's clearly something negative Mm -hmm. Because if your brother is having those terrifying dreams of like faces Mm -hmm. and cat faces stitched shut, Mm -hmm. like that is, that's truly Mm -hmm. horrifying. That's not like a, a nice visitation. Mm -hmm. That's an implanted horror story. Mm -hmm. It does make me wonder what happened at that house or who these ghosts are, because Mm -hmm. it does sound like it was just at that one house Mm -hmm. or the, the, the lady with her mouth and eyes stitched shut Mm -hmm. and that's that's like this was I'm I'm 22 now so it was like 10 years ago so I mean that's the only one that I really remembered but it would be almost every night that um we would hear him wake up and he'd be crying and screaming and and seeing things um and we had no idea what was going on or how to fix it but as soon as we left that house um it never happened again I don't believe well that's good I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. It didn't follow him. Yeah, that's, I'm really Mm -hmm. glad. Also a question. Are you, are you Mm -hmm. driving right now? Are you in the passenger seat? Are you the driver? Uh, Actually, I'm, I'm pulled over on the side of the road. I love it. I hear your hazards and it's, it's adding this like creepy ambiance. No, I liked it. It's almost like a tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Yeah, Heather in the chat was like, this is a drive through ghost story. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I was talking a little fast. I, I know I only have like five minutes, so I was just trying to get it all out there. Oh my gosh. No, you did amazing. Thank you so much, Brandy. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. You guys do amazing. I really love your podcast. I've listened to every single one. I like, I'm obsessed with you guys. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> um, thank you, thank yes. you so much. Yes. Well, thank you again. <laughs> Wow. Here we go. Strong start with Brandy with the horrifying nightmares. Horrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the thing that's really tough with like nightmares and dreams and paranormal experiences that like is there's this like weird fine line of are you experiencing it in real life and your brain is trying to make you just like understand it or the only way for you to actually wrap your mind around it is to interpret it as a dream. Right. Are, or are you astral projecting? Or is it the the element of like when you're asleep, you're, you know, your your consciousness is sleeping, so you're able to connect to that realm more easily. Or is it just, yeah? Is it just like that? There's, I just sometimes I think like it's literally that there's something that's haunting you, like something is implanting this darkness into your mind. Because I'm thinking about a couple of the recurring nightmares that I had as a child, and and they only existed in particular homes. Like they didn't persist throughout my childhood. It was like specific to places that I lived. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me think that there was like some sort of negative energy there. Right. Because if I only have it five times all while living in one house, then doesn't that, doesn't that mean it's the house? <laughs> right. But what's to say that you're not, that that experience wasn't like astral projecting in the house or that you weren't actually awake in the house, but processing it as a dream. This reminds me so much. We, we told this, wait, is Nikita here? Our friend Nikita 
has the scariest story. And I was trying to tell her how to get on to green room, but I don't think she's, I don't think she's okay. Well, I'll, I'll have her come on and tell the story herself, but the long story short, and we'll have her tell the longer version. Um, she thought she was having a nightmare about like running down her hallway in her house in Southern California mm-hmm. and like being dragged by like being grabbed at like the ankles and dragged down the hall. And then she woke up in the morning and was like, holy shit, that was a scary nightmare. And then when she gets out of bed, she has rug burn marks all Ugh. down her legs. I hate that. Yes. I know. it was, And she was so nonchalant about it. When she told me, I was like, this is the scariest thing that could have ever happened to you. Oh, my gosh. And we've also read listener stories on the podcast before that are like that, that are very similar to people thinking they just had a scary dream, but then waking up in the morning, seeing the scratches on their back or right. marks or whatever it may be. Yeah, you're like, whoa, that just felt so real. I have the opposite problem sometimes where I think my dreams are actual reality. Where like, I'm like, I already lived this. Or <laughs> I already had this conversation. Like sometimes my dreams are so specific. Like you and I in my dream will have like an hour long, like brainstorming session. And I'm like, oh, we already, we already completed that. And I'm like, nope, that didn't actually well, happen. If anything good comes out of the dream, then that's helpful. I have like those when I'm like, I'll have, if I have to wake up really early in the morning for a workout or something, sometimes I'll dream that I'm working out. So I'm like, oh, I already finished my workout. But then I wake up and I actually have to go to my workout and it's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, that's the true nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's bring up Cassie. Yes, Cassie. Cassie. And then I'll bring up Molly after that. Wonderful. Oh, I'm so excited. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Oh, jinx. Cassie just got to go to the unmute button oh hi yes. can you hear me got it. Hello. yes we can yay hi oh my gosh I'm so excited <laughs> we're so excited <laughs> it sounds weird I can't I can't hear anyone other than you so it's just weird it's so it's I should I feel like someone else should be talking <laughs> <laughs> we it's don't wish that though because because then something oh, might ghost. start talking <gasps> you might have a little we'll be like who's in the background and you're like I'm sitting alone in my room <laughs> oh no <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sitting alone in my room. Um, I'm just going to get into it. It's a palate cleanser, kind of nicer dream. Um, Great. Multiple dreams, multiple dreams. Um, but trigger warning, suicide. Um, so just so everyone knows that's up. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for that. Of course. Um, so when I was 15, it was actually about 10 years ago on Valentine's Day. Uh, my uncle just decided this life wasn't for him. And he took his life. And, um, it was kind of a big, big shock to everyone, but you know, I was, thank you. But, um, yeah, it's been a while, but you know, I took it really hard. I was 15. This was a huge loss to me. He was just one of my favorite people. Um, and you know, obviously I didn't get a lot of closure. I didn't get to say goodbye. He didn't tell anyone that he was feeling depressed or anything. And so I didn't get anything from it. So, um, you know, we took, we took care of it. We flew up to Washington where, you know, we had to sell his house and everything. And, um, yeah, I was kind of just figuring out how to cope. And I remember specifically telling my family, I'm like, you know, I I think one of the hardest parts of this is that he's not going to be able to see me grow up. He's not going to see me graduate high school. He's not going to see me get married, any of that. And so, you know, they're like, so, you know, he'll be there. He'll be watching over you for every step of the way. And so I'm like, yeah, of course he will. 
So then about a week after he passed, up until then, I'd been having, you know, just like stress dreams about it. I was very, you know, affected. And, you know, he would be in these dreams and we'd be on his boat or whatever. And and those are just, you know, I brushed them off. But then about a week later, um, I had this super different dream where he... I came, I was in my friend's house and I came downstairs. No one was anywhere. My friend was nowhere to be found, but I came down the stairs and he was there in the living room. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't be here. What are you doing here? And he kind of just grabbed me and gave me a big hug. And he was like, I'm here to say goodbye to you. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it was nice. And it felt so much different than regular dreams that I'd been having, it felt a lot like warmer and just like, just different. It was such a different feeling. And so, you know, I kind of got to say goodbye to him and he's like, I have to go. I have to go. I just wanted to say goodbye to you. And, um, so I'm like, don't go, of course. And he's like, I have to. And so I'm like, okay, I miss you. And so I gave him another hug and that was kind of the end of the dream. And so, the weirdest part about this, I realized it probably a handful of days later when I was telling my family. I'm like, so it was it took place in one of my friends' houses and she moves around a lot. Like, I don't think I've ever been in the same house twice for her. And the last place I saw him alive was at this house. And uh like he just so happened to be dropping me off at her house when I was on vacation in Washington with him. And so I'm like, that's weird. And I didn't even realize it until my parents brought it up. So I like that really was the nail in the coffin. I'm like, that was him. He was coming to say goodbye to me because I I didn't remember that beforehand. So that was really nice. And then years go by, (laughs) years. Um, And I go and I graduate high school. And, you know, you move on. You don't think about this stuff. Time heals all wounds. And... um. And that night, the night I graduated high school, you know, we were out, we went to a nice dinner and everything, and we got home pretty late. Um, but I went to to sleep that night. Nothing on my mind other than, cool, I'm going to college in a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm just on this weird staircase. I'm going down. There's like a line of people going down and a line of people going up. And it's just a staircase. There's nothing around us. It's all like bright white light. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm just going to keep walking down the staircase. And I look over, just happen to look over, and I see my uncle right there. And he's just giving me this big smile. And I'm just oh like, my oh, my gosh. Like, I can't – no one's saying anything. Nothing's me. It's not loud or anything. But, like, I just know he's, like, giving off this, like, energy where he's just like, I'm so proud of you. And I wow. get to hug him for a second. And then he kind of, like, you know – pulls back and just looks down at me with this big like smile almost like tears in his eyes and then he just keeps walking up the staircase (laughs) I'm just like what was that (laughs) did the staircase wind or was it just like a really straight it was just a straight yeah straight up and down (laughs) endless like did it have an end no I couldn't see anything any like I saw maybe like 10 or 20 people in front and behind me but like I knew that it just kept going and there's like nothing on either side of it Oh, have you seen Coco? I'm pretty sure in the Coco, there's like that long stairwell stairwell that everyone uses to pass between worlds. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, that's in Soul too. That's a lot of like Pixar, Disney. Yeah. Oh, they know. They know. Pixar knows the other side. (laughs) Absolutely, I I believe it. 
so that was like good enough for me. But then recently, back in December, um, my, uh, well, my fiance now, um, he came out to see me. He lives in Arizona. I'm in California. And um, he, I think he was here for like two days. But on um, the first night, I had a dream of my uncle again. Um, and he kind of, I had had a few dreams up until then where like, I knew my uncle was there, but I couldn't get to him and I was getting frustrated. So in this dream, I ended up like talking to my family and I'm like, where's uncle Rob? Where is he? And they're like, oh, he's over here. And it was just this random house that we were, I think, renovating or something. And I went right up to him and I was pissed. I was so mad. (laughs) I went right up to him and I'm just like, why haven't you been here? Why haven't you talked to me? And he kind of was just like, oh, there's nothing to say. And I'm just like, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm just so proud of you. And he gives me a big hug again. And then the next day, the next day was when my fiance proposed to me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He almost spilled the beans. I know. Whoa. Oh, he just wanted to be there. He was excited. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope so. And I hope he comes around on my actual like wedding day, but he has yet to miss an important date, you know? (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love that all of these experiences with your uncle are just so like, they're not, I mean, I know like obviously there's sometimes where you're like frustrated and you're trying to find him in dreams but when you do find him you interact with him and you have a conversation even if it's like he doesn't have much to say and you know (laughs) it's so it's beautiful I also wonder how much control people have when they're on this on the other side in terms of choosing when they get to see people like I'm almost thinking of pre your engagement, maybe he knew it was going to happen and was just so excited and didn't, it, it was almost like accidental that he, <laughs> that he saw you before. And that's why when you were like, why aren't you, you know, asking questions and he's like, just play cool, play cool. Like, don't, don't let her know what's coming. Don't give her any hints. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm hoping he kind of just like has an idea of like the important stuff and just like, you know, keeps an eye out and is like, all right, I have to go and see her then. Cause like, I've specifically asked him before to like give me some kind of a sign or like come and see me in a dream. Like if I'm having a rough time or something and I feel like I need him and he just doesn't like, he just stays away unless it's an important time, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well Well, now every time he pops up. Oh yeah, of course. The wedding's in October. (laughs) Oh my gosh. A spooky spooky season wedding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yes. Come. It's in Flagstaff, Arizona. And it's actually going to be kind of like Halloween ish pumpkin-y themed. Okay. Corinne and I are crashing. (laughs) (laughs) Road trip. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. That is awesome. Well, I feel like this is, I mean, we're we're so sorry for your loss, but this is also a, a great experience for you to have some sort of like closure and prolonged contact with your uncle. And I'm almost thinking, you know, next time you see him, you're going to be like, uh, what good news is about to happen to me? He's like, you're good. You're good luck charm now. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, it was hard, but I feel like I still have this connection with him, yeah. which is, it's nice not to lose that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you girls so much. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I have thank to talk. You, Cassie. <laughs> this is, I'm smiling ear to ear. Me I'm doing so hard. I'm glad it was, it was a nice talk. So <laughs> thank you so wow. much for sharing that with us. Yeah, of course. 
I was just Corinne looking at you smiling in the video because Corinne and I video chat while we're doing this because mm-hmm. we have a um, codependency and <laughs> <laughs> I was just seeing you smile and then I was smiling and my first thought was what if I have stitches in my mouth no. <laughs> thank you to Brandy for I know Brandy scarred us mind. I couldn't even talk after she was saying that I was like I can't focus a little a, a, girl on top of the stairs and a stitched mouth and eyed woman and the cat had stitches and it's just nightmare well i may have taken notes for the thing that i'm writing right now so thank you brandy credit brandy okay so i'm going to bring up molly and then after that i'm going to bring up and i'm so sorry if i'm saying your name wrong but monts m-o-n-t-s-e all right we'll be corrected with me i like that we do this i like that you give everyone Give everyone a moment. Wait, did you tell Molly that you were bringing her up or are we going to shock her now? She's here. Hello. Hi, Molly. Hello. Did I shock you? Did I say you were coming up? I think I did, right? Yes, you did. Okay. okay. You had some time to prepare to be on deck. Yes. And I appreciate that. I <laughs> am one of those anxious people when I know it's my turn to talk. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Okay. It's my turn. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so mine has a little bit of a backstory. It's similar to um, Cassie, who was just up uh, talking about um, kind of um, past loved ones. Um, so kind of backstory. Um, my father passed away in 2013, and um, he had a very distinguished cigar that he really liked to smoke. Um, and when he first passed away within um, the the day of the funeral, my mom and I had a special moment where we were preparing for it. And the room that we were in was just filled with this specific smell of his cigar smoke. And literally no one else was around us. We were thinking, oh, maybe it's one of his friends who were outside smoking a similar cigar as like a remembrance thing, but no one was around whatsoever. Wow. It was Um, your dad. mm -hmm. And I, I hold on to that very much so. But a couple months after he had passed, I had a dream where he appeared to me in a parking lot of Walmart. And it was funny because he didn't talk to me at all within the dream, but he stood there in his very dad pose of like hands on his hips, foot out, wearing a very similar uh, signature style of like I can still remember it of what he wore. It was like a white t-shirt, khakis, and a pair of Sperry's. But he just kind of smiled at me, nodded at me, and then walked away. And as he walked away, he just kind of did a wave behind him. And um, I've had similar dreams of where he'll just appear in the dreams and just kind of be present. And in those moments, I realize I was like, oh, you're you're not supposed to be here, but I appreciate you being here. Aww. And but I also am one of those people who when I get really, really stressed out, I have a lot of nightmares. It's always reoccurring of like running away from things. But there was this one house in my nightmare dreams that is always reoccurring. And it's almost like an old fashioned mansion kind of like out in the middle of nowhere, but that there was, was a little scary. Yeah. 
Um, but there was one dream in particular, uh, nightmare in the dream I had, um, there was a ghost within the mansion and it was causing a lot of ruckus and coming after me and a few people who were in the dream. And I remember going up to these stairs and turning around real fast and yelling at it. I'm not afraid of you. And then just with like a whoosh of air up in my face, the ghost was like, well, you should be. (gasps) Well, good for you for sticking up for yourself. Oh my gosh. And that definitely, I woke up immediately after that. I'm like, okay, I I hear you loud and clear. (laughs) Um, We are not going to take that. (laughs) Wow. Those are just some of uh, my experiences, but I've always been very interested in dreams. Nine-year-old self, me, my mom purchased a, what does dreams mean? Like what different things. That's That's always been something that I've been interested in and find a lot of comfort and meaning in the different dreams that I have. I agree. Like dreams are so fascinating and it's like our subconscious processing our thoughts. I mean, some Mm -hmm. of them, you know. They, it just like processes it in some very bizarre ways, but they always kind of have a meaning. Yeah, definitely. And I, I find it so interesting how your brain is not able to make up faces and stuff. So every person that you might have seen in um, your dreams is somebody somewhere that you have seen before, yeah. even if it is a stranger to you. I think that is so fascinating. I know that's so weird that we can pick up, like you could pass them on the street and never interact with them and pick up their face and then it could be in a dream. We're yes. all just unpaid extras in everybody else's dreams. Oh, I love that oh. idea. <laughs> I'd like some compensation, please. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Okay, so <laughs> this, this house that you experienced in your last nightmare with this ghost approaching you, it's just reminding me of I think it was like a year ago I stumbled across these videos of of this like abandoned basement and so many people were saying that they'd seen that exact same basement or that exact same building in their nightmares so it's making me wonder if this is an actual setting if this house truly exists somewhere and you were somehow there oh I wouldn't I hope uh, not for your sake (laughs) (laughs) I hope I hope not but also I think of um like I love to watch it kind of reminds me of Rocky Horror Picture Show like mansion a little bit but add a lot of spook into it like all the different mansions that you might see on like nukes top five or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. kind of like those mixed together to just create this abandoned spooky place where there's tons of staircases everywhere it's it's crazy why is it that staircases are so creepy i don't know i had a lot growing up in my house so they always to me at least signify like oh i got to get away from this like that 4 a.m. crawling up, got to get away from everything yeah. at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it so depends on the setting too, right? Like the story that was shared earlier with Cassie's uncle going up the, the stairwell, like that's that's a sweet story. But I feel like in the haunted house setting, stairways are so creepy mm-hmm. because it's like the classic, like the creaking, the, the walls creak- are always like dilapidated yes the locks on the front door so you have to run up the stairs to hide instead of going outside Mm -hmm. also like anything with stairs just like the idea of like something reaching from underneath the stairs and grabbing your ankles yes yeah like house of wax just cut your achilles tendon oh been a (laughs) fear of mine ever since watching (laughs) that movie (laughs) um okay well to circle back 
to your dreams, Molly. I do love that your dad appears in a lot of dreams and is like, he shouldn't be there, but he's just there lingering and kind of appearing just to let you know that he's there. And I think that's really, really special. Yeah, those are those dreams. Like he can't be here, but I know that he is here in a different setting. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I think it's so sweet that, you know, you get to have these experiences and that there are so many other people too right now here in Green Room that have similar experiences. Everybody gets to connect with their loved ones and have these shared experiences with each other too. Yes. Thank you so much for letting me share my story. Thank you. Thank you, Molly. Whenever people come up to chat, I click on their profile pictures constantly trying to give them diamonds. (laughs) <laughs> and it freezes me out. It's like, you can't applaud Molly for another 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, I know click, click, there's click. only so many you can give. I want to give them all. I want to give them constantly. Well, we give nightmares here, not diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could customize it. Like what if there were spooky icons we could throw at people? That would be freaking oh my cool. gosh. Put Wait. in a request. Spotify. Yeah. Hello. It's us. We'll talk to our people. We don't have people, we but have we'll try. We'll, we'll make people. We'll talk to our ghosts. Can anyone be our people? We need some <laughs> we people first. People. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) I love these so much. (laughs) Okay. I think we say her name, Monse. I'm going to bring up after that, I'm going to bring up Jessica. Oh, Monse said yes. So I think you got it right. I did it. We're about to find out. Hello. Monse, you're on mute if you are trying to talk. And if you're stuck in the chat, you just got to swipe. Oh, okay. I'm on. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, I was just saying, like, you actually said it very, very well. So no worries. Um, I always tell people, like, it's Monse, like Beyonce, so they know it's an A sound. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Anyway, I need to shake it off because I'm actually pretty nervous. I put on the the shirt of the podcast this morning and I was like, I need to tell the story because all of my paranormal stories has been through dreams. So it's 
today oh, or wow. ever. <laughs> and I'm yeah. pretty sure you teased us in uh, in response to the Instagram story. Yes, yes, that also. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have two stories today. Hopefully, I am able to do it in five minutes. Um, the first one is also about my dad. He passed away last year, um, and. Three or four months before his passing, I started having these very, very vivid dreams um, that he was always involved. But back then, I was like a very hardcore skeptic. I thought it was like, well, it's a pandemic. Everyone misses their family, whatever. My dad, we talk very often, so he's just showing up. Um, but um, I started be- getting curious about lucid dreaming because I wanted to get to the bottom of it. All, like, all of my dreams were super, super vivid. So I started practicing it um, and I had a lot of premonition dreams, which I can email to you guys, but um, I'm going to yes, tell you please. one today. <laughs> um, so one of the dreams was um, he came over to New York where I live. Um, he was in Dominican Republic. Um, he came here because he wanted to kind of move to a place that his friend Anna was um, giving him or renting him or whatever. Um, so we went down to see the place. And when we got there, it was this gorgeous, beautiful place that looked like a Wes Anderson movie. Um, <laughs> and basically, um, the the curious thing about it is like the more you walked into a room, the more it expanded. So it was like the universe kind of. Um, wow. And it had all sorts of things like a tennis court, like a room full of clouds, all kind of things. Um, and he also had a classroom because uh, my dad was a teacher and his friend Anna was telling him like, look, this is where you're going to teach. This is what you're going to do this. And all of this time I was being lucid in the dream. So I was trying to interact with this Anna person, which I had no idea who he was. Um and she didn't see me like it was like as I was talking to a wall and like it's like, OK, I'm not going to say she's rude because I'm pretty sure she's nice, but <laughs> she's not <laughs> she's not responding. So that was pretty much the dream. It was very beautiful. But the funky part is uh, at his funeral, I was talking to his co-workers and friends from work and I was just like, and they were like, no, we're very sad because he, he, you know, we, we've lost a couple of people in our department and your dad was so special and they were showing videos of him and whatnot. And one of them's like, yeah, first we lost Anna and now we lose him. So we're kind of like a bit bummed out by it. And oh I was like God. shocked. I was like, I think she saw in my face. I was so shocked that I was like, um, okay. I guess she thought it was kind of strange by what she said, but I was like, okay, that so that's the Anna. Like I didn't know who this Anna person was before. Oh my god. Um and I have like a notebook full of my dreams that I drew because they were very constant and I needed to kind of like keep going on the research, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, and I showed it to my mom and she said, well, Anna is a friend of your dad from work, um, from where he was a teacher. Um, and she actually passed away um, two years ago, but he received a phone call hours after she passed and the phone call was just static. Like it wasn't, oh, no. 
Yeah, so that spooked him out a little bit. He was like, maybe she was calling to say goodbye or something, but it was like a whole kind of mysterious thing because it was just like her showing me like, hey, your dad's going to be fine. He's going to be in this super cool place and don't worry, I'm going to take care of him. <laughs> and you had never seen or heard of of Anna before never never and I I think wow. it was just like I, I thought in my head like well, I mean obviously in my head like I thought well maybe she's just you know a generic name obviously Anna is a beautiful name not trying to say anything um but maybe she's just like you know a random name that I made up in my mind um, right but actually common yeah exactly so actually she was a person <laughs> wow okay so, I want tips from you on how to lucid dream and, and astral project because it sounds like you're very good at it my second uh sorry hopefully i have time um it's actually about sort of astral projecting but um it's still a dream um so in my old building i had this neighbor um who was very sick he was in his final days and his wife always like stood up in the in the stairs just to ask for help to whoever was passing to help her change his sheets and everything um they I guess they couldn't have someone to take care of him and you know she was also very very old um so sometimes I went to her apartment and help her out and just do whatever she needed to um when you know when I saw her on the stairs um and then one night I was sleeping and I woke up and I had what I think was a sleep paralysis. Um, and I couldn't move my body. I couldn't move anything, just my eyes. And all of a sudden I kind of like astral projected into the room with my neighbor. Um, it was exactly how I saw it when I went to his apartment, but he was just like looking at me. He wasn't saying anything. And I hear a voice in my head saying, thank you. Um, but it wasn't a female voice. It wasn't a male voice. It was just like a weird voice as, a, as if I put a speaker inside my head. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this was weird. Um, and I woke up and everything was okay. And I texted my boyfriend who also lived in the building, um, but that's another story. Um, and I said, okay, if this man passed away last night, I'm going to be questioning a lot of things about my beliefs. Um, and then when I was getting ready and I go down to the lobby, there's a letter from his daughter saying like, Hey neighbors, um, thank you so much to everyone who helped my mom and dad through this last couple of months. Um, we wanted to let you know that he passed away last night in his sleep. Um, oh and, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and basically just thanking everyone who helped her out. And it was like, that was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, it seems like you're very, very open and in tune to the paranormal. Oh my God. I hope only the good paranormal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that my I mouth is agape with like how, how many clear experiences you've had too. Like clearly you're powerful. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's so nice. I, I have, a lot of stories to send you guys. I've been just binging every day. So I was like, today is the day I, I need to, t I need to raise my hand because this is, this is the perfect theme. Well, we're so glad you did because the, these are amazing stories and you definitely <laughs> have to email us the other ones. 
Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> I'm curious about your dream journal. You you said that you were drawing things down. Yes, I I drew all of my dreams. I also did some photoshops um because I I'm I'm a designer, so sometimes I mocked things up on Photoshop. I kept audio notes, all sorts of things cuz you know, my dreams are like wild in in a good way. <laughs> wow. You should yeah. publish that. Yeah, I, I'm like, how do I get my hands on this? I know. <laughs> I want to see it. No worries. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> please do. Yeah, oh, please my God. <laughs> wow. Um, I say thank you so much. Thank you. Please don't ever stop doing the podcast. Oh, well, <laughs> we, we don't hope, plan to. We hope we don't. <laughs> All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. <sighs> wow. Doc had a great idea in the chat. He said that we should have a dedicated phone line for people to call when they pass on the other side. I was telling you this the other day when we did our episode. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, everyone needs a landline for ghosts. Everyone does. So we're going to set one up. We should. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. Although I wouldn't. I honest, I would be. I'd be fooled by anyone who. I mean, I guess we wouldn't be able to give the number out because then I think people would. Yeah, we get too many pranks. We too many pranks. To be a secret would, number no one knows about. Only, only the, ghosts the ghosts know. Only the ghosts. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. think about this all night long. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. There's like so many things that I feel like often we leave these and we're super energized, but also like it's hard to go to sleep because we have the scary things in our mind. Mm-hmm. But this time, I have Monse's dream journal that I'm really excited to see. And right, it's inspiring. I want, yeah, I'm, I I feel like the ideas are flowing tonight. Here we go. All right, well, we're bringing one more person up, right? You said Jessica? Yes, Jessica. And then if we have time, we'll bring um, another person up. We will wait until after Jessica tells her story. Hello, Hi, Jessica. Jessica. Everybody give her a diamond. Okay, oh my God, I got it. Hello, Hi, Jessica. Hello. Hello, we can hear you. Hi. Yay. Can you guys hear me good? Yes. Yes. Yes, we can. Okay, I'm so excited. I was rehearsing how I was going to say my story. Oh, my I dream. love that. <laughs> I was like, I hope I don't mess up because I want to try to say it in the order that it happened. Um, so I'm going to get right into it so I don't take up too much time. Am I going to be the last one? Um. Well, you, you, you can be. You can be. Um, okay, now I'm just going to try to do it in five minutes. Okay, take your time. Don't rush. Yeah, don't rush. Okay, so um, shit always happens to me at the house. And um, this one day I fell asleep and I started to have a dream. And in my dream, in, in my dream, I wake up and I see that my room closet door is opening and I see a smoke coming out. I'm just staring at it like, what the heck is that? And then it starts forming into what we think of the devil and I was like oh god what's he doing here but anyways um, yeah it was so scary and he starts doing this creepy laugh and tells me you need to fight with her you need to argue with her and it's like I knew who he was talking about and I was like no I'm not gonna do that you're not gonna win and I get up I get out of my room and he's like, you're going to fight with her and I need you to fight with your mom. You're going to argue with her. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I remember in my dream, I slammed my room door and I was like, F you, you need to get out. You're going to stay in here. You're not going to get in my head. You're going to leave me and my family alone. Good so for you. I go to, yeah, like what okay. the hell? 
So I go to the living room to fall asleep in my dream. And I'm with my little chihuahua and I end up falling asleep. <laughs> and then I hear her growling and like in my dream, she's growling and she jumps off of the sofa and she's looking towards the kitchen. So in my dream, I turn back and I see the devil standing at the kitchen, staring at me, laughing. Oh. And when I wake up, I woke up because my chihuahua was growling, looking at the kitchen because I happened to be falling asleep in the living room. I was freaking out and I get up and I was like, uh-uh, we're going to go. We're going to go to the room. I don't know what's going on. Actually, no, I think I got up and I went to sleep in my parents' room because I was so scared. Whoa. Yeah. This is so scary. This is reminding me of not to spook you more. Wait, <laughs> do you still live in this house? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, right I do. Now? But I'm not scared anymore. Okay. okay. Wow. Well, brave. Yeah. Very brave of you. <laughs> More power to you there. Um, but it's just reminding me of, of so many of the, it's like how demonic possessions start, right? It's always one person's targeted, they're singled out. And that person is like essentially forced or like encouraged to isolate themselves from yeah. their loved ones, to pick the fight with your mom, to, to make it difficult for your family members to be around you. And I feel like that was what was supposed that, that demon, that devil wanted that to happen, but you were just like, no. Yeah, (laughs) no, really. And I, yeah, I was like, mom, I had a dream that the devil wanted us to fight. And she's like, it's cause you don't go to church. And I was like, no, it's not that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, no, mom mom was ready to pick a fight. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know why. Yeah, it was so scary. Yeah, but and and I did have a second dream that um I, I can't really remember the order of that dream, but this was probably like two years ago. Um I had done like uh before I went to bed, I started doing like like um like giving thanks, you know, like oh my god, thank God I had another day and you know, all of that. And I remember that I, I was falling asleep and or I had already fallen asleep. And I started seeing like a shadow floating around and it kind of seemed like it was floating around in my room, in my dream. But then my dream turns into um, a backyard and it was my uncle's house. And I see my aunt hopping from tree to tree, but she was acting like a little five-year-old. She had two ponytails like braided from the side and she's just hopping from tree to tree, laughing, looking at me. And then in my dream, I see one of my cousins who um, passed away. And I remember when I saw her, I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I'm invited in the dream. Like, she just oh. told me, like, I'm invited in the dream. And I was like, what the heck? So then my aunt that's hopping around from tree to tree comes to me and grabs me and she starts shaking me. And she's like, you need to pray. Start praying now. You need to pray. Start praying now. And I was like, but I already prayed when I went to bed. And they're like, no, no, pray now, pray now. Oh my God. So I hold my hands to pray. And in that moment, my mom falls in my dream. And I was like, my, my husband starts telling me, that's what happens because you're all into that stuff. Cause I like, I'm not scared of ghosts or anything like that. And I believe in it. And he doesn't cause he's scared of it. So he's like, that's what happens because you believe in all that stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? My mom just caught the Holy Spirit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and um, anyways, I start seeing the black thing flying around. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I'm assuming it was like, um, I don't know, death. I don't know. But I wake up 
and my hands are like in the prayer form I guess oh yeah I guess my dream scared me so much and I was technically praying because I woke up praying and that's what woke oh. me up that I was like what the heck I literally I woke chills. up praying. but the fact that you were warned in this like dreamscape by your family to pray like they knew that something bad was outside of your in the real world trying yeah to get yeah to and you. I, and I have a cousin who's like gifted. She's like very tuned into her, her like third eye or whatever. And I told her the dream and she said that from the dream, she consents that someone was going to pass away that night in the house. And it could have either been my dad or my mom. She can't see who, but she's like, I sense death. And that's why you had that dream. I was like, oh God, Whoa. that's so scary. Whoa. Well, that's a little disheartening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> darkness and death kind of lingering around I do Um, love that you have this like you know you can't touch me attitude though you're so brave yeah no I used to be so scared but it's also amazing that you that you both have that attitude and are also able to like protect yourself like like I'm thinking of of how a lot of people I think who probably would take on that same attitude would close themselves off to encounters like this but you still continue to have experiences you've just found a way to protect yourself through all of it and you know like prayer as the things are happening to you yeah and I don't even pray often I don't even know why I was praying in that dream well something spooked you enough (laughs) I know or maybe the ghosts in your room were like oh no like (laughs) snap your hands together make her pray we don't want the thing to do with us I know All, all I will say is Jessica and Corinne, look in the chat after this because your story, Jessica, I think made some weird things happen. There was a toddler looking at something and making noise, lights flickering. There's a lot happening oh God. to our listeners at this moment. Jessica, what did you bring with you? <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of videos that I can send you guys. Oh my gosh, please do. I literally, yeah, I literally started a podcast just to talk about experiences and I just never write anything down or never even, like, I think I only have like two episodes up there, but everyone's like, where are the videos? I started posting a bunch of videos one time on my um, Instagram stories, my dogs reacting, like they see something, they're playing with something. Um, one of my chair just randomly starts moving. Um, about Wait, how are you getting gosh. the videos? Do you have like surveillance cameras set yeah, up? Yeah, I have an S Surveillance. Camera. Yeah, surveillance camera. Right. Surveillance within your own home. <laughs> it is surveillance. I definition. know, but no one calls it that. <laughs> Do you have CCTV footage set up in your home? Right. <laughs> okay, well, Jessica, you need to send this stuff to us. I'll send yeah. it. I actually submit it tonight. Yes. So people are asking what it. the podcast name is. What's your podcast? Oh, it's called uh, Crazy Shit, Scary Shit. Crazy oh, shit, scary it. shit. <laughs> That's wow. so perfect for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. You thank did great. You. I oh, can't wait to awesome. see the videos. I will. I'll send him. Amazing. Okay. I ha- <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to leave. So I real quick want to hear this story that Maddie keeps talking about because something happened to her today. Oh, okay. While listening to our podcast. Why is it always while listening to us? I both love it and I hate it. I'm like, oh, I'm glad to be a part of it. But I'm also terrified that it continues to happen to people. Maddie, what happened? You guys, I'm like shaking. (laughs) 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 Okay, let me just say, let me just start. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Yes. 
So I got to get on um, Campfire Stories like two weeks ago, and I talked about my brother who's like helps me with my lucid dreaming in the afterlife. And Corinne, you were like, you should do a soul or a soul too. And we were all like, oh yeah, this is so cool. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to be back. However, some scary stuff has happened since then. I want to share it. So first of all, this morning I was listening to episode 172, like mm-hmm. the one with the Skirvin, which I'm from Oklahoma City and I've stayed in the Skirvin and it's beautiful and you should not be scared, Corinne. You, you, need, to stay. you <laughs> need to stay. It's so pretty. But the only thing that happened to me is we, uh, my friends got married and we all went and stayed like the close friends and we were going up the elevator to the floor where Effie, um, Effie like jumped and um, the lights in the elevator started flickering and I was standing up against the wall in the elevator and something scratched my back and I started bleeding and it was like a long scratch. Oh, what? Yeah. So and you're encouraging Corinne to go stay there. Yeah. What are you <laughs> saying, Maddie? Well, well, since then I've stayed there four different times because it's a beautiful hotel and nothing has happened. So I think it was just the hype because we were all like drunk going on the ghost hunt. So I think they were like, okay, yeah, we'll show you. And I just happened wow. to be the victim. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, on to what you were asking about though, Sabrina. So I'm staying in a hotel right now and I don't sleep well. I have like lucid dreams. I do a lot of like dream work and stuff. And so last night I was not sleeping well, which is not abnormal, but I didn't have any bad dreams. So typically when something bad like this happens, I have some kind of premonition or I know it's coming, but I didn't. And so I woke up in the middle of the night a lot and I was so hot. And I was like, man, I want to go open the balcony door because I want to let some cool air in. But I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to. So I, I wake up this morning. I'm getting ready for work. I'm listening to the episode 172. And I look up and I see this print like on the balcony door. And I look at it and I'm like, that looks exactly like a face, like exactly oh. like a man's face, like print, like pushed up against the, gla- the glass. And like the way his face is positioned, it's staring at the lock on the balcony door, like dead, dead straight to the lock. And so I was just like, okay, am I seeing things? So I, I posted on my Snapchat and I'm like, okay, guys, do you guys see this? And immediately every single person who views my snap is like, girl, get out of there. Girl, get oh. out of there. What is that? Yeah. So and you're I'm, currently there right now as you're telling I'm sitting, us. I'm literally staring at it right now. Like literally staring at it still. <laughs> is the face still there? Oh yeah, it's still there. So I, I, I was going like down for work this morning and I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell them because they'll think I'm crazy. And then this girl was chatting it up with me and she saw me in my work uniform and we were just talking. And then I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to show her. So I was like, can I show you something? Like, this is kind of weird. So I show her the pictures and she just like goes ghost, like her jaw drops and she like gasps. And she's like, that's a man's face. I was like, yeah, I know. Like, cool, right? And she's like, um. Cool, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. And so the manager, like, hears. And she walks over. And she's like, I'm sorry, can I see it? And so I show her. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, oh, well, I mean, you're on the fourth floor. So there's no way that, like, anyone could have climbed your balcony and, like, scaled the building to get there. But, you know, we do live in a a college area. So maybe someone was just being silly and they're jumping balconies. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Jumping balconies. Yeah. And being silly, just watching people in their sleep. Like, I don't know. That's not silly. That's freaking disturbing. 
Right. Like either way, if it's a real person or a ghost, like I'm still equally terrified. Yeah. So the manager like kind of blows it off and I'm like, I'm going to work. So like my friends are snapping me throughout the day and they're like, you're going to change rooms. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm not really scared by it. I just, I'm, I'm like more curious. Like what was it? And so I come back from work, like literally five minutes before you guys got on, like before um, we got on green room. And I was like, man, I hope that I had like that. The maids actually came up and cleaned it. Cause she was like, we'll have the maids come up and like clean it. And like, I ran into them, like coming like from my room and they were like, uh, uh-uh. like they skipped my room. They were like, we're not going in there. And they didn't speak what? very good. Yeah. And they didn't speak like great English, but they were like, no say. And I was like, no say me either, honey. I don't want to be, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. Car- Carly in the chat goes, I'll pay for your Uber. Like just, just get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I know. So it's literally still there. They didn't clean it off. And so while I was waiting, I raised my hand, like as soon as I got in, cause I was like, Oh my God, I've got to tell them this. And so I literally, all my bags are packed. I'm sitting by like in the bathroom, all the lights are on. I'm staring at, I, it's one of those creepy rooms where I can look in the bathroom mirror and then I can see another mirror in the hotel room, which then shows the glass door. So I've just uh. been like staring it the whole time like it is good for this situation but I I totally understand how that's freaky yeah so all that to be said I'm going to leave and go down to the front desk and I'm going to switch rooms and then I'm (laughs) then I'm going to get a drink and (laughs) if I were you I would have been calling in from the lobby there's no way in hell I would have been brave enough to say what you're saying right now yeah to the thing Yeah, it was a little terrifying. I still don't really understand it. And my friends who like don't believe in ghosts and stuff, they're like, okay, I don't believe in paranormal stuff, but like, that's weird. So I like, when I got back, I was like, okay, it's still here. They didn't clean it. So I was like, everyone's freaked out. So I was like, let me just go put my face against it. Like I just finished working. I I know it's oily, like it'll show up. So I go and I press my face against the glass, like right underneath where his, hers, I don't know, whoever is it is to see if my face print, like, is that detailed? And it's just like one oily smudge. And like in the, like the, whatever it is, you can definitely see like the chin, the lips, like the you have to send this to us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grossed out, but so curious. I need to see it. Yeah. And it's so weird because when I sent it to my best friend, he was like, girl, uh, uh-uh, F that. He was like, that looks like Saul's face, you know, from those movies. And I was like, yes. Oh, that is terrifying. Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really know, but yeah, that's, I'm literally going to leave. I have everything packed. Like my backpack is literally on my body and I, uh, I'll post it on the Facebook group. And then in this like cool after party chat we have going. <laughs> yes, course, please so. do. Oh yes. yes. Yeah. If anyone else hasn't seen the after party chat, Carista has it and she's been, she's posted it a few times here. Yeah. So join that. But yes, please post it. Yeah. Post on our Facebook, but promise (laughs) me that you will first leave the room before doing any of this. Yes. Also, I I just need to say, because I had the same thought, Carly in the chat was like, imagine as if when you were putting your face up on the door ah! you saw his his face like appear on the other side Ew. you guys I'm in the bathroom and when you said that I just took one step out and I looked and I was like <laughs> no you gotta get out get out yeah. get out get out get out yep get out. I'm leaving but thanks for having me on guys wow we hope you find a better room <laughs> I will keep I'll definitely let you guys know after I get in my other room and post the story yes please thank okay, you Maddie thank you Maddie thanks, stay safe 
Wow. Look at this. Now we're getting live hauntings. Live <laughs> reporting from the fields. We have Maddie. Wow. This is like a seance. We just like <laughs> call forth the spirits. Yeah, we don't need a voicemail for the ghost to call. They just call. They just come haunt you guys. Room. You yeah. come on to Green Room and that's it. <sighs> wow. I'm very well, curious about there this. There are dogs barking outside my apartment. Oh, see, everything's going crazy. Things are happening. Toddlers are talking to corners and saying weird stuff in the bath. And dogs yeah. are barking and everybody's haunted. And, um... That's the that's the show tonight, <laughs> and that's that's what we have to offer you. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I know there are so many of you who were not able to come share their stories tonight. I saw you all in the request, and all I have to say is come back next week. We will not have a topic, so it's free for all. So come back with these stories, any story, and you can share them then as well. Um, we're here every Tuesday, so do not feel discouraged if you were not able to share tonight you can, there's always next week. And then you can also email your stories to us and we can hopefully include them into future uh, Two Girls, One Ghost podcast stories, episodes. Yes. And if you're experiencing any hauntings, please take some photos around your rooms, your <laughs> hotel. We'd like to see some, some surveillance footage. <laughs> we need evidence. My mom just said, well, I won't be sleeping tonight in my hotel in haunted St. Augustine. Ooh. So, yeah, give us the evidence, give us the goods, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday. We'll see you next week. We will. And we will see you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we are chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the reason we need the campfire. So download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.